Okay. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Nursing and Therapy and, I mean, every other person here anyway. So, um, my name is Adobe Okoye and I'm a nurse. And um, I have two beautiful ladies with me here. And I remember saying to you guys that I'll be coming back with something very special, like a very important topic that every mother needs to know about. And everyone, like new moms, people struggling with some breastfeeding issues and stuff like that would know about. And we believe that um, it's going to, um, you know, be very useful and helpful to people. So welcome back to nursing and therapy. Like I said before, my name is Adobe Okoye. So I'll let the ladies introduce themselves. Please go ahead. <laughs> Cynthia. Hi, good morning. My name is um Onyeche Mary. I am uh, a wife before everything, a mom um of two beautiful kids, a daughter, two daughters, yeah. And I'm also a registered nurse um in US and in Nigeria. I'm also a certified public health nurse. Yeah. That's about see how, my, my, how, how, my, how my mouth wants to tear because I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, we have someone else. Amaka. Hello, everyone. My name is Samadi Amaka Linda, A-A-L for short. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, it's just my classmates who know me as A-A-L. Cynthia Nada, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, first, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, a new mom, actually. I have a very handsome, lovely boy. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm a registered nurse in Nigeria. I'm a registered nurse in UK. I'm a registered nurse in US. I'm a registered nurse in New Zealand. So you can call me international nurse. That's you won't right. be wrong to say that, you know. <laughs> anyway, that's just by the way. So I'm a registered nurse. Um I'm a mom, like I said. I'm practicing currently in the United Kingdom. Uh, I think that's about it, the basics, you know, for my introduction. And that. if there's any anything else you need to know. Okay. Oh no, I think it's okay for now. So, um, <clears throat> we have um, because I know that I saw a question on on Facebook. Someone asked a question and. I felt it was necessary or it's necessary to actually discuss this because I realized that a lot of people don't know so many things about breastfeeding. And I'm not a mom yet, but I know that since I'm a mom of two and I'm not a mom to, you know, a handsome son, as she described, <laughs> as she described or explained. Okay, so um, like I won't want to waste much of your time, I mean, my audience, but I know that we're happy to have you guys here and um, we're going to ask some questions and answer some questions. And, and as usual, you can always ask your questions. We'll leave our social media um, you know, handles down or even say it out for you to know and ask your questions if needed. So, and I wouldn't like to waste much of your time. So we'll go straight to the questions, right? Okay, go on. That's okay. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> But I want to first ask, what, as a woman generally, I would say, like, how would you, would, can you explain your experience, you know, when you talk about labor and delivery? Cynthia, can you explain? Maybe. All right. Labor and so, so um, in theory, you know, we all know labor, the dis different stages of pregnancy and childbirth. Mm -hmm. Um, so this, there are four, okay? So from when the, the woman is pregnant to the childbirth and also the recovery stage, okay? Yeah. So this recovery stage is the most important stage. I know every stage is, is important, but sometimes um, most people, like most people, um, Pay more attention to the uh, the pregnancy and childbirth stage, right? But the recovery stage, 
which matters a lot to the um the the all aspect yeah. of life of the mom and the baby right yeah. so this recovery stage involves um the contraction of the uterus back to normal the um lactation and breastfeeding okay so and this stage for me personally my um my recovery stage was somewhat challenging when it comes to breastfeeding all right so initially as a new as a first time mom i did not start um lactating right away okay so um i had to it was really stressful like when i think about it i keep calling the nurses oh i'm not is, are you sure my baby is getting enough food i can't seem to be producing enough milk i don't think i'm producing enough milk um because i don't really um i wasn't so certain okay i know i had the theory knowledge right but um when it comes to when it involves you the different thing the stress level is high and um you worry if your child is really getting enough so it happened to me and yeah it really happened to me and i took some steps and uh, with the help of the um doctors and the uh, health practitioners i was able to deal with it so yeah it was smooth and it has this you know yeah it was fine all right okay <laughs> so amaka do you have anything to add <laughs> Um, yeah. yes. Um, I'm a new mom. I have a seven-month-old baby, and he's actually my first. Um, like Cynthia said, we teach these things to patients like it's ABC sometimes, you know. Um, until I had my baby, that was when I knew that, I mean, it's just, it's better experienced, you know. Yeah. You can't really say what it is with labor and delivery with um, being a new mom until you wear that shoe, you know. It was after I went through it that I'm now like wondering, you know, back home in Nigeria as midwives, uh, the way we handle women in labor, I'm like, oh my God, I can't see myself being handled this way. That was when I understood what labor pain was all about, you know. Yeah. But then you read it in theory, you don't understand what it is until you experience it. So it's um the experience um for me it's different to different people you know some people have it easy some people have it um rough you know yeah. personally i can't say i had an easy labor um i <laughs> first that I, I had to, like i passed my due date and all of that you know so um, i was induced mm -hmm um so you know what induction okay, so, is like. yeah so basically and, uh, so basically um it's um should i say it's personalized people it have is that, that it is yeah. some people have it easy some people don't you know and then post the delivery <laughs> you said i said you're being emotional already <laughs> i think i am and then post delivery um like cynthia said that's the most crucial part because that's when the woman is recovering you need a lot of especially psychological support it is very important in that postpartum phase you know so so i'll just leave it at this at that yeah so okay so um generally based on what you guys have said um, it's not just about the stages of labor. I mean, people neglect or ignore that um, recovery and lactation, yeah, that stage. So, and um, that is what we are here to talk about, that, that recovery and lactation, yeah? Is that not okay. it? Yeah, that's it, yeah? And the struggles they go through, because it's, it's as much as, well, every, not, not everyone is a nurse, but um, even nurses, some of them don't know, because like you guys said, it's something you, um, you have to, you know, experience, experience. it. Experience, yeah. It. yeah. It's so, better I mean, experienced. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, we're just here to, you know, give give you guys, I mean, some understanding, give you some information regarding this and what, what to expect and then what you can do to help yourself to, mm -hmm. you know, especially when it comes to lactation and also help your baby as well. Okay, so we're done with the first question. So we're going down to the other question. They're going to be very brief so that we'll save time. And um, so the second question is, um, let me see. 
Um, so, um, what your struggles, what struggles did you have? Like, Amaka, you, you're new, you're a first time mom. So, what were your struggles when it comes to lactating? Did you say, was the latching? Was it difficult for the baby to latch, like for the baby to breastfeed? Were you expressing with, like, did you have milk production? What did you do? At first, there was, I think this, um, most mom, if you ask me, most, but not all, mm -hmm. don't really start lactating immediately after giving birth. You know, some people do. Personally, I did not. But then, it didn't take me the whole time, you know. Some people, it takes them a very long time to start lactating. But I think for me, it was just about the second day that I started um, making milk, you know. And then for my baby latching, it was a little bit of struggle, but it's not, um, it's not something out of um, normal yeah. for a newborn baby, you know. Not so, lack, but then, yeah. thank God, I had nurses. Like I said, you know, these things are better experienced. I had nurses, midwives there who, like, taught me what to do. How You know, there are positions you need. There's a way you, Cynthia, uh, if you get what, I, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you mm -hmm. have to teach a baby how to latch they don't learn it you know you you have to introduce it to them so it's it's a process they teach you that process how you put the nipple on the nose of the baby to smell the milk you know and then to quickly put it into put the nipple into that it's just a process you know so for me it wasn't it, did, it didn't take me long and it didn't take my baby long to um latch as well okay all right so cynthia yeah um as I said before, it was uh, quite a little bit challenging for me, right? Initially, when I was going there to have my baby, my plan, our plan as a family is to um, do breast, breast milk, you know, do um, exclusive. So we had that in mind and we plan on sticking to that no matter what, right? So after the delivery and you see your child, like, you know, some babies, they... After learning how to lash, right? And um, you see the baby is sucking out the milk. The baby is trying eating. Like you see the baby is moving the mouth, already lashed. That's fine. But the anxiety comes in when you, um, th this baby not keeps- making milk. Yes. You think you are not making milk because your baby is always hungry, always, you know, crying, always crying. giving the yeah. the hunger signs, you see it, or you worry that this baby is not getting enough, okay? So that happened to me. So I keep on worrying, oh, my baby is not eating because this baby, every five minutes, every 10 minutes, it wants to eat something, right? So I got worried at that stage. So, um, but I know that babies at that stage, at the newborn stage, their stomach is a size of a pea, you know, the green peas, just, you know, a, a little thing. Yeah. So it doesn't take much to, for them to get filled. All right. So th that's why they keep feeding frequently. So as a mom, if you are not aware of this, then the, the anxiety, the worry comes in at that, at that point, you begin to worry. It's just for you to reassure yourself. Once this, your baby is eating, yes. Is the baby lash? Yes. You just give birth. Your body already knows what what it's supposed to do, and that is to produce milk. I know yeah. some people don't just start producing at the, you know, instantly. It has to take some, um, you know, some kind of, um, what's it called? Maybe some massage, yeah. some try to, yeah. you know, stimulate the milk, try to come up try to do some one or two things just to help the process right but the body already knows what it's doing it's gonna come i know some people also have problem with lactating i'm not ruling out that fact some people will end up not lactating not um lactating and breastfeeding for one or two issues like, even after manipulating after yes yes yeah. some people i'm not ruling out that fact but um for the moms that can Maybe it's taking a while or maybe they need to do one or two action to help stimulate the process. That is what I'm talking about based on my experience, right? Um, mm -hmm. I had that experience and it took me then. I had to start um, expressing. They gave me the breast pump in the hospital to express. So expressing, it, expressing itself helps to 
promote the process. So before I know it, I started producing like um two ounce. From two ounce, I started. I went to eight ounce. From are you saying that using that breast pump actually helps? Yeah, using the breast pump helps to stimulate so, so more. Stimulate the breast. Okay. Uh, exactly, okay. because it works as a demand and supply. Like you have to tell your body, oh, I need this. Yeah. I need this breast milk. You have to give me more. And the frequency of maybe your baby is eating, yeah. your baby start eating more, or you start um expressing more just to because at the you point know, as the baby I grows, think the, the breast pump too, it's more aggressive you know, than the baby sucking. So breast pump, you can, it, it tends, like I said, it's aggressive. It, it gives you more milk than baby sucking. So when your whole body is like, when that breast pump stimulates and the whole body is already getting, it's already used to producing more milk. So you find out that when the baby starts sucking, the baby doesn't need to struggle anymore so because the breast pump has already like stimulated the whole body to like keep producing and producing milk if you get so yeah, it's but, okay. yeah but apart from the breast pump even if because some people don't have access to the breast pump right so mm. even if you don't have the breast pump and to try to massage. massage there are some food you can eat that helps promote yeah. you know the process I was going to mention that food fast. Yes. So anything so you before, can do just to help to, sorry to mm -hmm. cut you short before we get to you know, the food that you can, you know, take to help produce milk, like to help with you lactating. Um, mm. I don't maybe speak frequently, but um, I think I heard sometime that um, you should feed your baby every, is it two hours, every two hours, or what's the range? What's the time range? Based on your own country, Cynthia, and then based on Amaka, your own country, you know, where you're practicing and what you were taught or told at the hospital, mm. Cynthia, what you were told at the hospital as well. How many hours? What's the interval? What's the time range that you can so, do? Um, yeah, it's it's two hours. Okay, feed your baby every two hours. But for me, I know the theory will tell you what the what we are all professionals. Mm -hmm. We have to give you the information that is, you mm -hmm. know, it's recommended by WHO. Realistic. Sometimes this is there is no general, you know, so each. Each person is different, right? So it's every two years. That's right. But some babies tend to... Every two hours. Two hours, two hours I'm sorry. <laughs> so the baby, sometimes it has to be on demand. And when it's on demand, it's when your baby, maybe you see the hunger signs, the hunger cues, and you know this baby, you need to feed your baby. Then you pick up your baby and feed. Okay, okay. if the baby has had enough, the baby will refuse to take it. And you know the baby has enough. And okay. yeah, so Amaka, what do you have to say regarding this stuff as well? Well, I think the two hours thing is like a WHO recommendation, you know, mm -hmm. it's not specific to any country. Mm -hmm. Um, it's recommended that you feed every two hours, but um, the thing is, like Cynthia already said, you feed on demand. You don't, some babies you feed maybe every 30 minutes, every hour. Some baby might stay more than two. You find out there could be a time you still feed the baby and then you see that, oh, it's over two hours. The baby is not even hungry, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but the most important thing is feed on demand. That's what um, breastfeeding is all about. Feed whenever the baby demands it because when the baby demands it, nobody needs to tell you, you will know. The hunger cues are always there, so you just feed. And so, from so what I can understand from what you guys have said is, um, one, um, you know, after birth, or you know, you have to do some things to stimulate the the milk flow, like the the breast, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's um, um, trying to um, breastfeed your baby through proper latching, like you said, and um, mm -hmm. massage and um. um Using of um, pumps, you know, to mm help -hmm. yeah. stimulate the breast as well. Yeah, I would like um, to add so, one more thing. One more thing, mm -hmm. sorry. So, um, when it comes, because, you know, I'm emphasizing on the stress that it brings, right? When you think mm -hmm. that you are not um, achieving lactation, that's, I'm just, I want to emphasize more on that. You don't, there are some signs you see that will help you alleviate that stress, that anxiety that comes with that. Well, is your baby, the signs that shows you that your baby is getting something, 
you know the baby doesn't you have you don't have to right away you don't have to start producing um um two ounce or more mm -hmm. of the breast milk you can just start with two just few drops is okay as long as you are producing something that's fine the baby is eating okay so what are those so, what are those signs that you would see so like those signs are some um you seeing wet diapers is the baby actually swallowing when the baby is lashed on you see the baby the movement of the throat you see the baby is actually swallowing something and um you see the baby is getting you know at at some point you see your baby is getting weight later on and you see your um your baby happy like you feed the baby for a while the baby you see the baby feed and after a while you see the baby is okay content and sleeping happily that's a good sign okay, okay. so right. yeah Samaka, do you have anything to add on, you know, this thing? Or should we just go straight to um, the kind of foods you can eat? Yeah, let's go. All right, Amaka, so we'll start with you now. So what are the kind of things one can eat, like a mom can eat? Or what did you do to help you actually, you know, to increase your um, milk flow and, um, you know, help you breastfeed well? Um, well, I would start, like I always say, different thing works for different people but they, we are practicing in the western world but we know back home there are lots of things that our parents teach us you know like <laughs> most of them are not recommended you know <laughs> but then we do them and you see these things they work you understand so i'll one of them i would say um first you need to be hydrated drink enough fluid as a new mom, you need to be hydrated, especially warm water, like warm fluid, you know. So, but warm. to make it, em yeah, warm. warm. Okay. Yes, the warm water, you know. And then you see that sometimes when you drink warm water, it's, I don't know how these things work, but the breast milk just flows. So to make it easy, because you can't just continue drinking warm water. So it's advised that you do tea, you know, make a hot tea, hot tap, you know, stuff like that. These things, um, I can't say there's any scientific backup for them, but they do work, trust me. Then there are also meals that could also um, help. Personally, like I said, I didn't have a lot of stress with um, lactating. But then I remember I had to like call someone back home, you know, because it was just me and the baby. I'm like, that was the second day, you know, after I had my baby. They said, oh, you need to drink palm wine. That <laughs> she had palm wine. You know, Cynthia, this thing sounds funny. There is no rationale. There is well, nothing. how it works. <laughs> it, you know, believe me, I'm just going to be honest. I took palm wine. And that, it was up to 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle of breast uh, making milk and all of that was gone you know and that was how my baby started breastfeeding to be honest i don't know how these things work but they do so that's on they do to be honest that's on the feeding part you know so you eat things that are like uh you know pap you know puddings rice pudding milk tea custard all those soft food they say it makes, it's not scientific rationale, but yeah. believe me, it, it works, to be honest, it works. So that's just about it on the feeding part, you know. You don't really need to do much. There's all this, our hot um, soup, like insala soup, mm -hmm. uh, you know, those are our uh, new mom food. Any type of hot soup. <laughs> <laughs> so any type of vessel, but you know our people will always emphasize on those that are on salad soup. Some will tell you to eat yam. I don't know how yam makes breast milk to work, to, like to flow, but it does, you know. So those are the little little things you can do. But in all, generally, um, I think breast milk production is just your body responding. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can. So it's just your body. The main thing, if you ask me, as long as your baby keeps sucking, that, um, that sucking reflex sends a message to the brain. That is what really matters, you know. This food and other ones are just like, you know, the little, little bits and pieces you need to do. But the main thing, keep putting the baby on the breast. That sucking reflex sends a signal to the brain to, oh, I need milk. So the brain stimulates and then... There is new production, you know. 
but that's just it. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know if we have actually. I mean, I I think we have um you know, um discussed the important things before we move to the next topic. So or the um, next question. Sorry. sorry. Well, can I, I, I can I add something to this just briefly? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right. Sure. So um. I know we've already mentioned this, but we really have to emphasize we are, you know, on the importance of this. All right. So um, mm -hmm. it is really important that you know how to, because the key aspect is your baby getting the milk, he's doing the work of breastfeeding. Your baby has to um, lash well. So, and lashing well is the key. Because the baby, the baby keeps sucking and there is nothing coming out. Like there is air. It, maybe this baby is sucking. Your baby is getting more air than milk. The baby start getting gas and start getting cranky. And um, you know, so you have to um lash properly. If you don't know how to lash, you can ask your health provider or your health practitioner around you to teach you how to lash properly. To learn the the different positioning ways you can position your baby to um to lash and never worry about your baby maybe your baby is eating too much on demand is the best okay because mm -hmm. also it helps your own healing as and it's also bonding it creates the bonding the mom to um mom and child bonding by you know yeah. body to you know so also um when it comes to that so the mental state you have to relax take it easy Anything that brings stress to you, it is not good for you at that time. Because the most important person at that moment is you and your child, nobody else. All right. Mm -hmm. I know in the Western world, especially um, with immigrants that you know that doesn't have much support system, it's mm -hmm. hard. You know, but find a way to relax yourself. Eat good food. Um, take it easy on yourself. And um, as long as your baby is getting fed, your baby is good. Don't worry about any anything. Get get and that one will be and yeah, yeah, get more sleep. And that's that's try to empty one breast before another. Don't neglect any breasts because okay. you might get yeah. engorgement. Yes, engorgement, you might get yeah. engorgement. So yeah, those are the key. And then the type of food you eat, and mm -hmm. that's it. So we welcome, we just want to welcome our handsome boy. Oh, guys. Yes, Okay, I'm sure he's happy to see us because he's missing different faces on the camera. What's happening here? Okay, so, um, do you have any other thing to add regarding latching, maybe how to latch properly? How to Yes. Um, like Cynthia said, it's important to know how to latch because if your baby is not latching properly, you probably end up with cracked nipple because he will just be sucking on the nipples, you know. So, okay. so when it comes to this, you know, we have the is it the areola, yeah? Mm -hmm. So how is it when the baby is sucking, is it just mm -hmm. the nipple or just you know, both the areola, everything. So when you just explain no. this latching thing. So right? the thing, you know, some people, it depends on the size of the breast. They say the baby has the um, nipple down to the areola, has to enter the baby's mouth. But if you have a big boobs, you know, you don't expect the whole areola to enter your baby's mouth. But <laughs> <laughs> the baby will probably suffocate, you know. <laughs> but the main thing is, let the baby not stop on the nipple. The baby has the nipple has to go in to mm -hmm. the, as well as the areola. Areola is that black, um, that black part, you know, when you get pregnant, it tends to darken more, okay. you know, and sometimes it expands as well, you know. So the baby doesn't necessarily have to have the whole areola into his mouth, but then the baby should at least a part or a bulk of it should go into the baby's mouth. So this latching of a thing, like Cynthia said, it's been taught. It's not what we can like. It's practical. It's, I can't even demonstrate it here. So, but if you go through the process and the baby eventually opens the mouth, so you're pushing the nipple together with the areola, let it 
fits very well so you have to like plug with the baby's mouth the baby's not have to cover the areola that's when you know the baby has properly latched if yeah. that is not done well the baby will be sucking on the nipple and it can be very painful you yeah. can end up with, you can end up with wounds you can end up with cracked nipples you know so that's just um one part of the latching and if baby is properly latched you see that on your own part you will be relaxed yeah you know so and also you have to rule out the fact that your baby doesn't have any any condition that can so affect you, that yes okay so, okay. yes okay. okay all right so i think we have actually you know um added subtracted divide we've done everything to this for i mean to the best of my knowledge i think we've actually you know dwelled well on this we've done well um explaining this um lactating and um, how to you know improve breastfeeding and improve the flow of breast milk so um, i want to go to um another question um it's still relating to babies but then it has to do with you know adding some solid foods to to the baby to the baby's food like you know when um, you want to add some things, not just breastfeeding. Um, I don't know if I don't know if I should say winning, but then introduction, food solid introduction. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not yeah. winning. So, just introduction of solid. Yeah. Introduction of solid foods. Yeah. So um, yeah. So winning is when you're trying to to get the baby off breastfeeding. Yeah, breast milk. Mm -hmm. yeah? yeah. So um, introduction of solid foods. I just want to ask. Some questions regarding this which is um what are the kind of foods you can introduce to your baby um at what month would you start this introduction and then um, how do you prepare this food like like I, I just asked three questions now the kind of foods you can introduce or the best foods to introduce at what age and then um, the food um preparation so anyone can start amaka you can start that, okay, the thing is, um, WH will always go by guideline, you know. The guideline recommends that you exclusively breastfeed your baby until six months. Exclusive breastfeeding means just on breast milk, no water, nothing, until six months. So after six months, that is when it is recommended that you start to introduce solid food, okay? that is the recommendation however like i always say different things works for different people you know mm -hmm. there are babies that no matter how much you breastfeed them they never get filled up you know so there are babies and then what about mothers who no matter how much they try there are women even with all of this measure use breast pump eat this eat this and don't eat that they still don't make enough you know like my mom will always tell me that she never makes enough milk, so that she always had to compliment us with pap. Because you know, so you eat too much when you were little. You eat too much, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't behave yourself for this life. Hey God! Laugh, so, God. Laugh. <laughs> so that's just uh, well. The thing is, you can introduce solely. It is safe. It is safest. I would say to introduce after six months of breastfeeding exclusively however personally personally i'll say what i did um i didn't introduce that six months. I, I introduced solid earlier than six months you know um but then the thing is whenever you want to introduce solids to this baby remember that these babies their stomach are very little their intestines are not well developed so if you want to ever give them solid earlier than six months just make sure that it's as watery as it can be you know to aid digestion and then you introduce one at a time you know you don't just boom rush baby just give a little and see how well it's tolerated you know then little by little little by little little by little you can start you know introducing um the food you know maybe later you can increase the consistency that's the key oh. mm -hmm. let me see if i can give him is it i'm sorry guys yeah it's, um, it's okay um 
babies first, right? They are our priority. <laughs> so do what you have to do. You can so, you can yourself if yes. you have to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So from what my colleague AAL have been saying, right? Um, mm -hmm. the uh, WHO made their own recommendation. As a matter of fact, when I went for my um my checkup for my baby mom and baby care, you know, appointments. So the doctor said at four months, you can start introducing food, which is what Amaka just said. That is right. Um, the recommendation is six months. Okay. I did. She said that, but I still did six months by choice. Yeah. Not that the baby, nothing will happen to your baby if you start at four months. But we'll always tell you what the WHO said. But you do what works for you. But we, exactly. we encourage you, if you can do six months, do. But if you cannot do it, you can start at four. Or anything below four years, four months old, it's not advisable. Not because yeah. it is high risk for your baby. And yeah. your baby's organs are still trying to um, get to the right, you know, right mm -hmm. place. More like developing. Yes, yes. developing. And, um, yeah. you know, those are the reasons why you have to stick to what is recommended because these are based on research and um mm -hmm. things that are this evidence based be, yes yeah? evidence based mm -hmm. yes so we have to stick to that and also um and also the, the food the kind of food you give to your baby also matters a lot for example you have to give as my colleague also said you have to give one food at a time. It is said to be one food, you do one food a week to rule out um, allergies. Allergies, also, yeah. Yeah, to rule out allergies. And to also give your child's um, um, GI, digestive time. system time to get used to, you know, it's a new baby. And some people now, what is invoked now is the baby-led you know, the one that said baby, yeah. baby. baby for led me, Yes, for me, they, they have their, their reasons for doing that because it gives the child some sense of independence. But um, it's also, it's, it's on, it has its pros and cons. But for me also, um, I never bring myself to do that. I don't know. I was, I'm not comfortable doing that. But that is not what, what we are talking about. Baby, baby led what? Baby led winning. Winning. Like you give Wind. a baby a whole stick of um drumstick, carrot. yeah, or a whole carrot. <laughs> baby walk it out, <laughs> him or herself. I'm still, I'm still not yeah. comfortable myself. Yeah, I'm so, still not comfortable exactly, with that, you know. Exactly. So because yeah, the baby so can the just swallow a chunk, you know, and it's it's hard for him to to chew. And if somebody is not, although they say you you have to do it supervising the baby, yeah. Yeah, yeah, as I said, it has. I'm not coming against the baby led winning. They have the reason why they do that, and it shows its benefits and and also its disadvantage. So whatever okay. works for for you, you can do it. So the the food you give your baby has to be a light consistency because the gag reflex um might not be as developed. Okay, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you have. To be to avoid shocking and um and, yeah and to also need yeah. you you need sorry Cynthia you need to also watch out for constipation when you exactly. are introducing solid exactly so my baby struggles with that as well exactly so and also you since you introduce food food you have to get introduce water to make it easier for the baby all right so all, all this um all these measures the food uh, as I said I'm also a content creator that you know also do shares um recipes on how to make it convenient your your baby to um mm -hmm. the food you give your baby in the most convenient way for you as a new mom and while traveling how to pack the meal so um yeah okay all right so let's get um i don't know if mark has anything to add but i mean let's get straight to the food i know we call them is it puries yeah yeah puries <laughs> So, um, I don't want to make this video that long, okay. or, so I know, but you can just maybe briefly just tell us one or just few things you can use to make such purees, like baby foods for, um, for the babies, if you get what I mean, yeah? Mm -hmm. So just, just get, just tell us, tell us, um, 
what we can use, what you've been using, and the baby has been kind of um, going well with it. So tell us what we can use to to make such puries. Just because we, we don't want the video to be so long. So just feel. So Ada, um, first for me, I started with our native pap. We all know what pap is you okay. know and mm -hmm. you make it very watery i started at four months exactly at four months with mm -hmm. you know watery pap and then at five months i increased the consistency of the pap i made it a little bit thicker than what it used to be so aside pap it's i think it's also safer if you want to introduce you could start with things like fruits you know pre purees like carrot purees pear purees you know all those like that can easily be digested then you could i started off making them separately I, I did carrot puree separately banana avocado you know at five months so i was doing them separately but then as baby i found out that my baby was tolerating them very well i started making like a combination of one and two you know i you could also do potato mashed potato like blended potato blend it into a puree I made potato. I could do potato with carrots. Then, so what the thing is, I tried to because breast milk is balanced for the baby. So whatever a solid food you are introducing to a baby, you should also try to, as much as possible, try to make it balanced. You know, ensure that at least it has the protein, it has the minerals, it has the carbohydrates. You know, as much as you can. So you could do, for instance, I'll just give this one example and then I'll leave Cynthia to talk. You could yeah. do potato, but when you're doing the potato, potato, like we all know, is carbohydrates. You could you could add um pear, you know, the fresh, is it peas, not pear, peas, the green, the fresh green peas. Yeah, okay. you could either you use the peas or you use the carrots in place of the peas. Either of them yeah. serves, you know. You could also... Um, I use there's this the bone fish that we have here. You could use the bone fish, you know, and then blend all of them into a puree. You could also uh instead of using the fish, you know, I could use this milk, normal baby milk, you know, that's protein enough. You so it just depends, but the most important thing is make it as soft as it can be, you know, and then introduce one at a time, observe your baby, and please with enough water if you want to introduce anything before six months give enough water to avoid constipation because constipation could lead to intestinal obstruction and other git yeah. issues in the baby so i'll just yeah. leave it at this cynthia all right just um you've said it all i just want to add um just one tiny bit of thing before before because of time um also when doing the i know as you said, you can mix, get mixed, but sometimes what I see on social media that a lot of people share, it's sometimes funny. You see people adding cabbage to orange, to me. all types of things that can actually cause, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, problems for the baby. You have to try as much as possible to avoid gassy foods. You can yeah. add onion to baby's puree. You can add yeah. cabbage to baby's puree. Like, I see that I was like, is this is this for real? So you have to pay attention. The goal is to make this food as balanced as possible. You know, the way you eat your veggies, the way you eat your mm -hmm. protein, the dairy, the way you eat your... Very balanced, okay? So at the right proportion, that is the goal. You can um, put vegetable spinach, you can put potato, you can put, you know, very nutritious things. You can put meat, chicken, blend it up. Baby is, is human, right? Okay. Yeah. So the difference is that you are making it puree, okay? Mm -hmm. But there are some food you have to, you know, avoid, at least not at this stage. As, uh, for example, you cannot give a baby on, okay? You cannot Honey. give a baby, yeah, at, okay. that, at that age, until one year old. You yeah. know, some people so you can substitute it with other sweetness, like maybe dates. Yeah, okay. you can add dates, but baby doesn't mm -hmm. really because some of those food have their natural occurring sugars. Sugars, okay. yeah. Maybe, or if you teach your baby how to have sweet tooth at that stage, <laughs> it might be hard for you later. So the baby, um, you just need to let it, you know, the natural occurring, unless it's the pap, like pap is bland, right? Mm -hmm. The milk ha also has sugar in it. 
So um, mm -hmm. it's not like sugar, it's sweet on its own, the, the baby milk. So you mm -hmm. can um, add dates to the baby's milk if it's not sweet enough. That is why it's not good to make your baby get used to sugar at, you know, yeah. sweet things at the very early stage. Then that baby becomes picky. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Um, is there any other? Okay, nothing else. Yeah. Any other thing? I've actually, to be honest, I've actually, I've been listening and I've, I've actually learned a lot as well. <laughs> so, um, I think um, we've um, done it all. I don't know if there's any other thing you guys want to actually add before, like, you know, before regarding this breastfeeding and, um, you know, baby food options. But let me also add, before we conclude, let me also add that um, um, Cynthia here has um, like a Facebook, a Facebook channel or not, yeah, a Facebook, you know, page or whatever, where she she prepares different things for babies, for adults, um, different dishes. So, and her name there is Cynthia. You can, if you need to learn anything, if you need to learn food for your babies or even to ask her some questions, just go to her Facebook. Go on your Facebook and chat her up. You can see her videos as well. She has, she's, she's, she has lots of videos. She has lots of things to give up, to give out share and generally cooking because I know she likes cooking. <laughs> so, and I know this might be like it. Should I say it's off the topic? But I also want to say that Amaka is a gold lady. She deals with gold. <laughs> she deals with gold. She has her own health department as well, like health unit as well. Yeah. Like Junak, Junak, Junak Health. Um, what's that again, though? Junak's healthcare agency. It's on Instagram. Junak, Junak, yes, it's on Instagram. Junak, Junak healthcare agency. But then she deals. She has. She, she has. She sells gold, like you know, quality. I mean, from it's all it's Dubai gold, like this. You know, wow. Saudi Arabian gold. <laughs> Why am I hearing this for the first time? <laughs> yeah, so, she's a big woman. Wow. <laughs> so, um, um, I don't know. Like before we come to the end, final end. Do you guys have any other thing to say to add based on this topic before I, before we end the video? Well, for me, um, as a new mom, um. Being a new mom is challenging, mm -hmm. so try as much as possible for anybody who is going to be listening, maybe expectant mom, new moms, explore every help available that you can get, especially for those of us who are in the Western countries here who have very limited support system. Explore yeah. any help that you can get. It's challenging, trust me. And then, you know, try to make research as well. Because sometimes I listen to, like, there are some things I, I, I did for my baby that I found out myself. Nobody taught me. And then when you uh, when you are speaking to other moms, they're they are looking at you like, what are you saying, you know? So they don't know these things. Some people are just, I don't know, I don't know the best way to put it, but just make research, find out new development, find out new things, you know, don't just explore, give your baby varieties, you know, baby are human beings, you or know, you like Cynthia said. Or your pediatrician or your Exactly. Just try to know what is best for your baby and if you get stuck, you know, at any point, contact your health visitor, your doctor, anybody to get advice from a professional point of view. So, that's just it, really, okay. Adam. Okay, so, um, since you're trying to, to, to help yourself with your mental health, because being a new mom can be mentally challenging. Do things that make you happy, you know, once in a while, go out, take a walk. Sometimes we find ourselves getting lost in this whole thing of being a mom, mm -hmm. you know, but just try as much as you can. Just like it's, I know it's off, off the top. You are important too, just as your baby, because it takes exactly. a healthy mind but to be to be okay to look person. after the baby. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, in summary, um, as a woman, um, you get pregnant, become a wife, become a mom, and um, 
you have a baby, you have to be careful or take note or take care of your recovery. And then um, looking at lactating, you have to do some things to see if you can lactate. That's um, massages, um, um, using of forms, and it's most importantly, like um, stimulating, um, latching. Your baby should latch well um, to help with the breast milk um, flow. And then um, as much as WHO has recommended two-hourly baby feeding, and you, the best thing is to feed on demand. I'm actually trying to summarize what we said. And then um, regarding, and when you feed on demand, you have to see the signs that your baby is feeding through. I mean, looking at the throat, like you guys the, 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 you know, when baby swallowing and um, the diapers, um, how happy the baby is, something like that. And then regarding um, baby food, um, making puries, you have to be careful as you can decide to start, the, the recommended time is six months, but um, people can do four months. Like it, it's like you said, it's um, it depends on the situation. So, um, but um, while making the puries, you have to be, um, you know, the hygiene is very important. We didn't mention that, very important, extremely. extremely. We can't even emphasize on, overemphasize on hygiene. And um, while making it, give lots of water. Since you've already started introducing other foods instead of breast milk now, just breast milk. So give lots of water and try to make the the um, the consistent the consistency of the, the food kind of should I say fluidy something not too thick, yeah. And then um, yeah yeah yeah, and um and most importantly um introduce one at a time. Don't push everything together and make it balanced. Yeah, then um, as well as um, what else is that again? Um, watch out for allergies, constipation while doing it. Okay, so we've come to the end of this, this video. To thank everyone for joining us and as well listen, share, ask questions. Um, you can ask questions. You can go to Cynthia's page on YouTube and Cynthia ask any questions. Go to Juna Healthcare. I always forget it. What's that? Again? It's Juna Nursing and Healthcare on Instagram. Yes, on Instagram. So Cynthia is on Facebook as Onyechef well, Cynthia. Nursing and Healthcare. Juna Nursing and Healthcare on Instagram. Ask your questions. And then also on YouTube here. Um, my name is Adobe Okoye on YouTube. The video will be there, put up on YouTube and on, on my if you if you if you listen to podcasts on Spotify, nursing and therapy. So we'll be we'll be back again. We're going to come back again to give you guys something else you want to hear. All right. So <laughs> take care. Enjoy the rest and the best of the season. And uh, have a beautiful day ahead. Bye. Thank everyone. you so much, Dada, for having us. Bye. Thank Merry you. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>